Skite by Scratch That. Well, I really don't see any sign of a real problem. As I've already mentioned to you, it comes and goes. It worsens in the evenings. Then I hardly believe it's anything too serious. Tell me, do you do all the housework at home, or does he help? I beg your pardon? It's a simple question. Well, yes, I, I do now. Oh, so you've had help before? No. Until late last year, I was away for work. Oh, I see. The fact is, often the unnecessary stresses of the workplace can wreak havoc on the female psyche. The female psyche? Women are built differently to us. We're better equipped, you could say. Not our fault, of course, just the cards were all dealt. But tell me, what was the work that took you so far away? Nursing. Where did you travel to? The Western Front. In France. Oh. Oh. Yes, I should think so. Oh. Apologies, ma'am. The servicewoman's courage is truly appreciated, but this does bring new light to your claims of ill health. Considering the shell shock I have treated in many young men who returned from the Great War, I can scarcely imagine what it is that you are suffering. Tell me about this shell shock and we may both discover something. Well, a lot of young men are suffering from delusions, nightmares, tremors, blackouts. So, essentially what I have described to you? Well, yes, but these are young, strong men suffering. I can't imagine how you must feel. Well, do try, please. I'm simply not qualified. I would highly recommend an institution. Well, hold on. You said yourself it was hardly worth worrying about it with how infrequent my symptoms were. Yes, but the possibility of shell shock in a woman far overshadows the effects of mild female hysteria. Well, might we at least try to monitor my symptoms and then make a prognosis at a later date? Well, I suppose. But I want a record of your thoughts in the meantime. A diary? No. I have something far more advanced and accurate. A phonograph. This is the future of how we record our thoughts. Just speak into the horn here, and the stylus will engrave your speech onto the wax cylinder here. And after I have finished talking to myself? You bring it to our next appointment. Or you could listen to it back, like aiding relaxation with reflection. You believe this can help? I believe it can't hurt. Just take it home and record regular entries, then bring it back to our next appointment, which you can arrange with our receptionist on the way out. In the meantime, I recommend a good diet and plenty of rest. Good day, Mrs. Fares. And what is that thing? A phonograph. And what does it do? It is meant to be the future in treating shell shock. You mean female hysteria? Well, no. The doctor thinks it may be emotional trauma left over from the war. War? What war? You didn't fight in any war. You were a nurse nowhere near the front lines. If they'd sent real doctors in, we'd have brought a lot more men back. I've told you what I saw. I've told you about the attack. And I've told you I don't believe your nonsense. A bit of blood and you claim you've seen action. More than you saw. What? You're a bloody hysterical woman. Typical. I am not hysterical. The doctor said there is every chance that this is just left over from the war. I just need to rest, that's all. You're making excuses now. Just going to sit around the house all day while I work. You're good for nothing. I bet you were just taking the taxpayers' pounds while you knocked boots across Europe. There are a great many young men alive and home today because of people like me. 
and I'm sure their fathers are all very appreciative. I envy them. You could give them all sons, but you can't give me one. Think you can freeload in my house just because you were in France whilst the war was on. Your house? Your house? Who keeps it running? Who cleans it? Cooks in it? You wouldn't even know how many rooms there are in this house. Well, you claim to have to rest, so what housework and cooking are you talking about? What am I supposed to eat? You can eat at the pub. Good. Better than your filth. You can find a quiet place under the house for your rest, out of my sight. But don't even try unlocking my office. You can find your own space. In fact, you can go and stay with your sister tonight. Bastard. Stupid bastard. Horrid, foul, drunk. Ah, how does this bloody thing go together? Shit. What was that? Um. Okay. I'm not really sure where to start with this thing. Um, let me just... Right. I suppose as good a place to start as any is by saying that my drunk of a husband drives me insane. Makes me angry. He doesn't believe what I've seen. I shouldn't really call him that, though. He's hardly a husband. In sickness and in health, that's how we promised we'd take each other. But I'm not sick. The doctor said it would go away with rest, so I, I can't be that sick. It'll pass. It's cold under the house. Alan said he was going to wall the area up, but he only walled off his own little office, which... Hold on. It's open. He never leaves this door unlocked. It's warm in here. Dark, but warm. Where's the light switch? There. Wow. Fuck him. I'm going into his bloody office. I'm going to take you in here, phonograph, and there's nothing he can do about it. He thinks it's locked anyway. He won't know we're in here. I'll admit, I still don't know what to do with this. It does feel good to be talking to someone. Well, something. I wish Alan would understand. I wish Alan wasn't Alan. He aggravates me, telling me I did nothing while he sat here on his ass in his big comfy chair in his office, so he calls it. An office implies work, and I can't imagine any work happening here. What's even in here? There's his desk, but he can't read or write. His grandfather's old tools on the wall. Doubt he knows how to use them, and on the ceiling, a... a trapdoor. Since when have we had a trapdoor? Oh, if I get on the desk, I could probably reach it.
pass yourself over there on the couch while I get us a drink. Feel free to start without me. Oh, your wife doesn't know what she's missing. He's cheating on me? That bastard is cheating on me. Oh, no, 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 no. What? Why won't it open? What was that? Oh, his grandfather's hunting knife. If this hatch would open, I'd have a mind to use it on. Oh, that saw. Come on, let me out, let me out. I I want to kill him, I want to. I'll, I, I... There's a beam-like dagger hanging by a thread if it falls. I don't think this house likes you very much. What do you want about, you crazy bitch? Help me! What are you doing? I love this house. When I was a little girl, I never even dreamt that I'd live in a house of my own. Help. I get to cook and clean in this house. Make it feel homely and warm despite your best efforts to turn it into a brothel. How many women did you have here while I was at war? Margaret, please help me. Huh. I thought he'd be able to do better than that. Maybe Mummy was right. Who are you talking to? Who's there? Help! Help me! Oh, nobody is here. Just me and the house. Oh, I see now. You see the beam? Quick, then help me. I'm not sure how much longer it will hang. Oh, no, no. Not that. It's been giving me opportunities all this time. Margaret, please stop your rambling. It unlocked your office for me. Margaret! It led me to see you with another woman. It kept offering me knives and saws as I watched from the trapdoor above your desk. Margaret, please, you're not thinking straight. Please help me and, and I promise I'll help you. Oh, oh, it's too late for that. 
The female hysteria is too far gone now. Margaret, I, I know it's not that. I know it's left over from the war. Oh, but you were adamant it was nothing but a condition of my gender. Maggie, please. The house wants you dead, Alan. The house? What? And so do I. <sighs> Will you take care of the mess? Thank you. Hello? Hello, is anyone home? Alan? Agreed. Come in! Mrs. Fares, please do come in and take a seat. Thank you, Doctor. Firstly, Mrs. Fares, allow me to say I am very sorry to hear of the sudden disappearance of your husband. Thank you, Doctor. A barmaid from the local tavern hasn't been into work, either. Do you think there might be a connection? Absolutely, I do. She was the last person to see him, after all. The night I got home from our last appointment, I went to my sister's house to see her while my husband was at the pub. I came home. He didn't. Dreadful stuff. Now, if I may be so crass as to change the subject and focus on you, how have you been since we last spoke? How are the episodes? Ceased. Ceased? Yes, Doctor. Since our last visit, I felt fine. Fine? Yes, Doctor. And after your husband's disappearance? Oh, I was worried then. Worried it would agitate me, but I took myself to my little space under the house and recorded my thoughts out loud and, well, Doctor, it really helped. Well, I'm glad to hear it. And you do truly seem like you're doing all right. I can't thank you enough. Now, how has it been living in your husband's house without him? It, uh, it has been tough. You're right. But a woman has to do what she must to survive in this world. I'm lucky, though. That house and I have an odd connection. Now, the phonograph, your recordings. You brought the cylinder with you? Oh, goodness, Doctor, I completely forgot it. You know, I was just sitting on the bus, pinching myself. Well, you well and truly seem okay, I must admit. And let's be fair, I can hardly blame you for being a little absent-minded after the ordeal you faced this month. My, my, if I were you, I'd have packed my bags and moved somewhere tropical. Really, anywhere far away from that house. <laughs> oh, rest assured, Doctor. That house has been so good to me. I'll never leave. I'll die in that house. Shellshock was created by Scratch That, a QUT magazine. It was written and directed by Stanley Benjamin, starring Ayla Long as Margaret, Adam Dakin as Alan, and James Mackay as The Doctor. It was produced by Emily Rogers and Andrew Galanders. Audio production was by Aidan Campbell and Jonathan Vergona, with theme music from Adam Bridgerton. <laughs>